Hello, dear friends, and welcome to the live conversation about the Creative Society on Elettra TV Ireland channel. What kind of society would we all be happy living in? What is our goal as a humanity? And how can we all together change the world for the better? The project of Creative Society provides answers exactly to these questions. Creative Society is a unique global project which has been uniting people all over the world. And millions of people from all over the world are already discussing their vision of such a society, the one where we all will live happily. And of course, how to build such a wonderful world only by peaceful means and in the shortest time possible. My name is Anne, and today we're hosting this live conversation together with David Ellison, who was our guest previously. Hi, David. And David will now introduce you our guest for today. Good afternoon from Scotland, everybody. Yes, my name is David, and I am really happy to introduce to you today Daniel Hartz. Daniel is a former client of mine, and he is the founder and host of the Sustainability Champions podcast and Instagram channel. So, Daniel, welcome. Please introduce yourself to us. Tell us a little bit more about your background, but most importantly, what inspires you? Thank you both very much for the opportunity and for hosting me here on Alatra Unites. So, I'm Daniel Hartz, and I'm the founder of Sustainability Champions. Sustainability Champions is a media channel that showcases people around the world who are protecting and healing the planet. I believe that we're already working towards a world where the water, air, and soil are clean and healthy, and we have known solutions to mitigate climate change. We're on our way to living on a planet that is safe and healthy for our children, grandchildren, and future generations. And this is all possible because people are taking action to address environmental challenges. And David, to answer your question of what inspires me and what motivates me, well, I started Sustainability Champions because I wanted to focus on constructive thinking and actions about the environment. I think it's important for us to focus on positivity and to focus on solutions, more importantly, than just sitting and dwelling on problems and challenges and doing nothing about them. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you for introducing you. Uh, we know that you have really a lot of followers on your podcasts, and the term for that is an influencer. And this is a very interesting term, I think, because it actually shows, it describes just how much leaders, yeah, people can influence the opinion of other people, can change other people's minds about things. And I would like to ask you, what do you think makes a great leader? Because leadership, yes, it comes with a lot of power, but that also means it comes with a lot of responsibility. So what values do you think a great leader should have? I think that the values that a great leader should have, uh, well, first of all, I think the most important thing is to uh, provide a vision. Great leadership is ultimately finding and defining a vision and then sharing that vision with people who they want to influence and to lead. Uh, I think the values that a, a good leader should have include um, honesty, 
I think it's important to be mm-hmm. transparent and honest about what you're working on and what you're, what you're working toward. I also think it's important to be open-minded and to, to listen because uh, ultimately, although you may be a leader, uh, you don't know everything. There's just no way that you can. And, and there are individuals either in your team or people who, uh, you know, quote, follow you who may know more about certain topics or may know more about how you, how you, you know, the best way to accomplish a goal or to accomplish this vision. So it's important to stay open-minded uh, because it really allows you to get the full breadth and spectrum of possibilities. And I would say the third uh, value, although there, there are many and there's many styles of leadership as well, uh, I would say the third value is to constantly make sure that your team or the people who follow you are uh, okay. Uh, so I guess perhaps to summarize that value in a couple of words, it's taking care of people. Um, because ultimately, if you're leading, you need to make sure that the people who are following you are able to follow you. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to make sure that people aren't left behind and to make sure that everyone's on the same page. It also makes the movement, you know, to use that term, more effective if everyone's able to move with you. Mm-hmm. Thank so you. Dan, Dan, you're like me, you live in different countries across the world. And just like to ask you a couple of questions on this. What do you think unifies people across the world irrespective of where they live, what, what the gender is, what the religion is, what do you think unifies people? I think, first of all, people have, uh, people are very similar in many ways where, you know, there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There is, uh, there's a lot of uh, psychological studies showing that people think in very similar ways, despite culture and, uh, and so on. Uh, I think ultimately, what unifies people is love. Um, and uh, I, I think feeling safe and comfortable and feeling, you know, like, like people can, um, can work together to, 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 to live a happy life there where they're feeling fulfilled. Um, ultimately, I believe it, it does boil down to love and gratitude um, because when you're in a, in a state of love, uh, there are no enemies, there are no uh, other, and there is no sense of uh, hatred or kind of apathy either. And so I believe love is really the unifying force. Yeah, I agree with you. And you answered my second question. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. What you're describing, the, the world where we all could love each other like this, being united as one without hatred, without enemies, without division, is actually exactly what the project of Creative Society is. Mm-hmm. And I would like to talk a little bit more about it. But first, we would like to show you and our viewers a small video from the conference that took place recently. Uh, it was held on December 20th, 2020. It was called Creative Society United We Can. And let's just watch it and then I'll ask you a short question about that. Aliens came to Earth. At first they flew around it, saw everything. And then decided to talk to the people on Earth. 
they asked. Why do you have so much garbage and garbage cans? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to build waste processing plants. But why do you have so many hungry and homeless people? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to feed them and build houses for them. But why are you constantly at war with each other? This is because we don't have enough money and we're trying to take it away from others. The aliens scratched their heads and said, We fly around galaxies, have explored many worlds and planets, but have never met such a rare and, as it turns out, such a very necessary resource as money. Could you show us what it looks like and show where you get it in space? Then we will try to get it, bring you more of this money and help you establish harmony on your planet. We don't fly anywhere to get money, the Earthlings answer. We print it ourselves. Yourselves? said the aliens. Yes. After this answer, Earthlings were deleted from the list of intelligent beings. So yeah, this is the cartoon in a very humorous and light way. I think it describes the problem of the society we're currently living in. And before we talk about the society we'd like to move into, we'd like to build, I would like to ask you, do you think in general that we should change the format of society as it is, this consumer society where, where we're just trying to take and, you know, <laughs> just only searching for our own benefit in everything? Do you think this consumer-oriented format should be changed to something else, to a more creative, a more constructive format? It's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting cartoon. Thank you for sharing that. I think. I think we are in a consumerist society. It, it has been designed, uh, in some ways, to to be built that way. Um, perhaps the values that are um, shown or demonstrated uh, are in society are. A little bit too much on focusing on you know getting more not having enough and if you don't have enough then you need to have more i think um this is really something that can be can be focused on and, and changed by going within yourself and really learning that actually happiness is an internal thing it's something that we happiness is something that we generate ourselves it's, it's, I mean, you can say it's in your heart, you can say it's in your mind. It, it really comes down to the fact that we don't need an outside source to provide happiness. And I think the, the challenge of um, advertising and marketing professionals is to generate, a, or the goal rather, is to generate a little bit of unhappiness and to show actually here's some sort of object that you can get to fill that gap. Um, whether or not that's right or wrong, uh, I don't think is actually, um, I'd rather focus on what I can do. I'm not going to fight an entire industry around the world. Instead, I'll just say, well, what I can do for me personally to be happy is to understand that that's just a message. That's just a story that advertising and marketing professionals are sharing and sales. I'm, you know, I have a background in sales. I have a background in marketing. Um, I understand advertising, and I believe that these are very important and helpful 
professions and in no way, shape or form, I should just clarify, do I have anything against people who work in these fields? Uh, I think what, what we need to do as individuals, because we're all responsible for ourselves, is to think about what we actually need in our lives and what we can actually do ourselves to, uh, to achieve happiness. Daniel, as your Instagram page uh, has over 70,000 followers, and I said earlier, this is kind of influencer category. So what would you say would be the role of the media in a creative society? I think the role of the media is to share, I suppose, the truth uh, and to share stories that help people grow and that make people better, make people feel fulfilled. Uh, I think the media is an incredible, uh, incredibly powerful tool. And it's a tool that we can take advantage of and really use to our advantage, uh, to really use to move uh, humanity forward and to share educational content. Uh, I also think entertainment is massively important. People can't just always be working or productive you know, quote unquote productive or constantly doing something to, to get better or to earn more money, as the cartoon mentioned. Uh, entertainment is, is an important part of growth. Uh, there's a lot that we can learn from fiction. There's a lot that we can learn from, um, you know, from documentaries. Uh, also, just rest is crucial. So I think media is a combination of the two. It's a combination of uh, education, sharing what's going on in the world, giving a fair and balanced view of both sides, um, both good and bad stories, and entertainment. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I'd like to ask you about another very interesting and important topic at the moment. We know that right now you are also part of the project, uh, the Eden Deforestation Project. And when I've researched a little bit information about it, I like that as one of its goals, yeah, among in its mission, it states poverty alleviation through forest restoration. And that's a topic I would like to ask you about poverty. Why do you think in the modern world with so many different technologies available to us, why do we still have this phenomenon of poverty at all? And do you think, is it because the nature is just, you know, it's been depleted, it's not enough for all of us, for all people, you know, it can sustain all of us? Or is it because there is something wrong with our current consumer type of society and it is the, the, this type of society that distributes wealth unequally? An interesting question. Uh, I first should mention that um, on this, in this conversation and on Electra Unites, I'm representing only sustainability champions and I'm not representing Eden Reforestation projects in any way, shape mm -hmm. or form. So the opinions that I'm stating right now are only sustainability champions and me as Daniel Hartz. Mm -hmm. um, your, your question about uh, poverty is an interesting one. I think obviously poverty exists. And it's something that, that we see um, in the world everywhere. This is a complex topic, topic because there are, I suppose, idealistic ways that we can pursue poverty alleviation. And, uh, you know, there, there are government structures that we can put together 
to attempt to um, alleviate poverty and, and make it disappear. Uh, you know, and I think uh, communism is, is a, form of, a form of that where everyone is equal. Um, and it, there, are, there are certain, I suppose, you know, from an idealistic point of view, there are certain benefits of that type of structure. I think w we need to also notice how it actually works in, in real life. And so where poverty comes from, uh, I have to be honest, I, I don't fully understand the, the exact implications of poverty and how it all comes up. What I, what I can say is that I'm a big believer in individual action. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe, as I was mentioning about you know, our happiness and our, um, you know, whether consumerism is good or bad, I believe that we can all contribute to the best of our capabilities. I believe that society, I believe society needs to be merit-based. I believe that if I'm extremely good at one thing, then that allows me to act and to provide to society using that skill set. I also believe that if someone else is good at something else, then that's what they should do. And, and they should, they should focus on that. And based on this, we, we can get uh, compensated for our work uh, according to how good we are at, at what we do. Um, and that's what generates value is really, you know, how excellent of a qual of quality is the work that's provided. Um, I think supply and demand is real. I think supply and demand is a natural phenomenon. And so if something is rare because, you know, it's exceptional, then the value goes up naturally. And if the quality is maybe more, you know, standard or average, and we're able to produce more of it, then the supply is much greater and we're able to meet more demand. And so the price goes down. Um, I'm kind of moving us away from the question specifically of poverty, but I think, I think it, it does relate because the point is that we're, um, we live in a, you know, I, I, we live in a society where that's kind of market dictates how things work. And so, or the price of, of goods and services. And so, you know, if we as individuals need to be in a place where we are willing to provide goods and services to society and get uh, funds or money in return for that. And I think that system works reasonably well. Um, money is, a, is, a, is an easy way to work with other people. Uh, and it, I personally, I'd prefer to use money than to start, you know, getting a bunch of sheep and trading sheep for <laughs> food and, and things like that. So um, personally, I'm, I'm okay with money as an instrument of, of trade. Thank you. Thank you very much. We've already touched a little bit upon the topic of Creative Society Project. And now I would like to tell our viewers a little bit more about it. Uh, because we all, you know, whenever we are creating something, we need to understand what it is exactly we want. We have to have its exact goal in mind, because we are going to be united by this goal. And this goal is described on the Alatra Unites uh, website. This is our official website. You're find all the information about the project of Creative Society 
And there you can also find the article with eight foundations of the Creative Society. And these foundations, uh, they were how they came to life. We interviewed our volunteers from every country in the world, interviewed people in their country, asking them one and the same question. What kind of world would you like to live in? What kind of world you know, would, would, would you be happy in? And when all the answers from all these people were gathered, we found out that actually, as we were already talking about it in the beginning of our conversation, it turns out that we are very similar and regardless of where we live, what, what is our gender or age or whatever else, we all want the same things or at least very similar things. And exactly these things were then formed into these eight foundations of the creative society. I know that Danielle is, uh, <laughs> have read these eight foundations uh, and I would like to ask you, what do you think about them? Do, do you think it is important to implement them in the society? Maybe one of the foundations resonates with you more than the others. Just share your opinion about them, please. I think the, the foundations are, are a wonderful starting point. Uh, I think they're, you know, you asked earlier about what are the values of leadership? And I think these are, are solid values. They're very good values too, uh, as a base, a foundation on which to grow and build a society. Uh, personally, the, the one that I, I like the most because it's, um, I suppose it's, it's the most overarching in terms of how we can, um, uh, how we can move forward is the eighth one, which is the self-governing society. Mm -hmm. I think, I, I, I believe this is, it's an ideal that we can strive toward. Whether or not it's something that we can actually achieve is probably another question. Uh, but the, you know, the self-governing society is really about, mm -hmm. as it says on the website, it's about um, not having uh, power really anywhere um, because basically people are able to do things on their own and everyone knows what to do themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and everyone has a, has the same sense of right and wrong. Everyone has the same idea of what is good and bad and so on and so forth. Um, like I said, I, I believe it's an ideal that we can strive for mm -hmm. and it's something that, that we should, um, I think we, we can all aim toward in our daily lives as individuals, because again, we have the power to make our own choices. We have the ability to choose what is good and, and bad and how we act and interact with others. And so these kind of decisions and choices that we make every day are things that we can, uh, they're all, a life is built up of probably billions of decisions and choices created over the course of days, weeks, and years, months and years. And so, um, a self-governing society is basically ensuring that we can all, that we, that we all make choices that work toward, I suppose, the common good. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting you talk about choices, Daniel. Um, so what choice would you be making to, to start to make an impact in creating a, a creative society, a reality? What would you do as an individual? I think the easiest thing to do, first, we, we need to start with a base. We need to come to a point where, where we believe that we can work together 
uh, and that we can, I suppose, um, move towards this common goal of living in a, in a self-governing society to use that value. And so I would actually start with something very simple, which would be meditation. I think it's mm-hmm. really important to understand yourself first before moving forward with anything else. Um, our happiness comes from within our, our sense of self comes from within. And so we really need to be in a place where we can feel confident about who we are and not let things and events and people shake us. Um, I think the, the ego can really get in the way of moving toward, uh, a society where you know these eight values uh, or eight foundations are um, demonstrated, you know, safety that the ego can get in the way of human safety because people want to potentially hurt someone else or there's wars. Um, development of personality again, that's something that you know going within really allows you to develop who you are and understand what values you have and what's important to you and where to focus on. And so that would be my first step. Thank you. Thank you. I I loved your answer really because I totally agree with it because I think that, yeah, the consumer format of society as we have it now, it's, it's something, it's a result already, a consequence. It's what, you know, what we've built because of our inner world. I think you're absolutely right, yeah, that if each of us starts this change from within, from asking what we can do, you know, to make our own lives better, to make the lives of other people around us better, just start small. When people talk about changing the world, they always think of something big, something huge, you know, some revolutions or whatever else, because it just, it feels like so much easier, right? Than to work on yourself every day, to watch your thoughts, to watch your actions, to watch, how you speak with people to watch a consumer in you and change it from, you know, from being just like what I, from just following your own benefit to just giving people. Yeah. And as you've mentioned before, you know, to the state of love, because love is sharing. It's (laughs) if we, if all of us is going to change like that within, then the society is just going to reflect this, these changes from within. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, and another question I'd like to ask you is, because right now we are uh, all at the informational stage. There are three stages of building the creative society. Again, our viewers can uh, look them up on our website. I'm not going to go into detail right now. But the first stage is informational stage. And the logic is very simple here, because the more people are going to learn about this project, the more people will gain an opportunity to join, to join our efforts, and the faster we can build such a society and i would like to ask you what do you think could be great ideas to inform as many people as possible about this project to let them you know join it i think using the tools that we already have available uh, the internet is probably the most powerful tool that i would imagine humanity has ever created and uh, the fact that you know we can speak to anyone anywhere in the world at any point in time instantaneously. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a tool that's more powerful than that, especially in the information stage during the information age. And so this is really 
I would say this, this is what we do. Have conversations, uh, mm-hmm. share ideas, uh, talk to people. Um, you know, I don't know how many people from how many parts of the world are listening to this right now, but even after it's been, uh, uh, after it's been recorded, people can still come back and visit and it, it can continue to be shared. And so the more conversations that happen, and th- this is what we do with sustainability champions as well. This is the whole point is we just share stories because mm-hmm. stories are a really powerful tool uh, and, and they can really get across how, uh, what, what people can do. And, and, and it's an easy way to, to demonstrate lessons. And so I think education, it almost always boils down to education action and um, action and a change in action come down to education. So I, I think we just need to keep having conversations and, and teaching. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a tradition on this program, Daniel, that when you come on as a guest, you invite a future guest. So I'd like to ask you, who do you know that you think come on this come on this show and I make a good impression like the one you've done today. I will need to think for a moment. You could also then just send the contacts of people and names later on, just yeah. as long as you think there is somebody who can benefit from it. That might be easier. I might be silent for... I'm sure you've got a whole list on you, so... <laughs> uh, I, will find, I will think of someone... And I'd be happy to, to share it with you. Thank, Thank you. you. And I would just like to mention to everyone who's watching us right now that actually anyone can join the project of Creative Society and can join it in any way he or she wants. There is no you know, small or big effort or anything like this. Any way you feel like contributing is going to be great. And you can join on our website. You just go there. There is this huge red button, join. <laughs> you click it. And volunteers of Alatra International Public Movement will contact you right away. And you can participate in any way you want. And you can also become guest on one of our broadcasts like this one. And maybe even a host or a co-host. So, Daniel, it's been a real pleasure to connect with you again. And Likewise. Do you have a message for everybody watching, like the leaders with? Yeah. Um, yeah, and thank you for, for asking. I think the message that I ultimately have, and, and this ties back to the work that I'm doing with sustainability champions, uh, it's really about personal power. And it, I believe that the, we're all responsible for our actions, and we all have the ability to make change, even if it's small or, uh, or if it's large, really. Uh, the, the choices that we make every single day add up, and they, they all can boil down to the way we think about the world, about ourselves, about the environment. And so that's, that's my message is take care of your thoughts and take care of the way that you view the world. I believe that the world is a, is a good place. I believe it's a beautiful place. And with that, with that kind of point of view, life becomes easier. It becomes fun. And I believe it, it, it'll work towards 
a world where people are generally happier and where, you know, going back to this idea of love, uh, there will be more love if you're, if you're working on yourself and thinking about, you know, how you can contribute. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for being with us today and for, for this message of love and for all the inspiration and for all the positivity. And just to sum up, I would like to say that creative society is something that we all want, regardless of our nationality or language or gender or status or anything else. We all want to live in a safe, in a harmonious, in a friendly, in a wonderful world. As we've discussed, the world where love is the main is the main value, where we share with each other, where we live as one big family. And we all deserve to live in a world like this. And as Daniel, you've mentioned today, if each of us takes you know, a tiny step towards it. And if we join these tiny steps, just these tiny efforts, we can build such a world so much faster. Thank you everyone for being with us today. Thank you, David. Thank you, Danielle. And thank you, our viewers. Thank you very much for your time as well. Appreciate thank it. You.